listening to the ron and don show please hit subscribe hey you guys what's going on welcome to episode 380 can you believe it 380 episodes of the ron and don show with over 1,300,000 listens thanks to you for that and of course we are live from the les schwab studio what is up ron and don nation hey coming up on the ron and don show we're going to talk about a band called kiss that i grew up with in the kiss army and uh, they say that they are on their final tour. It's the end of the road tour. What's interesting about that is when Ron and I lived in New Orleans, we introduced them over 16 years ago, and they were on their end of the road tour then. So Cher did this for probably 20 years. I we, think they never said which road it was. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. And also, when you listen to them live, they were horrible. And I'm just wondering who you've listened to live. We thought it was going to be great. It was a huge disappointment. We're going to talk about that. Also... We're going to talk about the fact that Ron said he's starting to see some progress when it comes to cleaning up Seattle. So that's music to my ears. Music to your ears. Get at the end of the road tour with a kiss. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Interest rates. We just had a big meeting with our financial person at Mitch.loans. If you need a loan, go to Mitch.loans. And Ron, we are hearing this year, we kept hearing and hearing and hearing, but here we are with inflation taking off. It's 2022. And we hear there's going to be a change when it comes to the Fed seven times this year. And as they decide that money is going to be more expensive, it's going to trickle down to all of us when it comes to interest rates. What is going on here? How does it affect us if we're homeowners or we're shopping for a home? Uh, what do we need to be aware of? Well, if you're shopping for a home, basically when money gets more expensive, your buying power goes down. Uh, and that really makes sense when you think about it. So in other words, there is a cost that you pay. And if you've never done it before, pull out like a mortgage statement, or even if it's on a car loan, anything that you're financing, and you go, okay, I paid $20,000 for this car. I got a loan at X percentage. At the end, look at the very, le- they'll send you a table on the first one. It's boring. I never used to read them. So like, I don't look at tables. And then finally you look at the tables like, okay, that $20,000 car when I pay it off over X number of years, actually cost me forty two thousand yeah. dollars, and so or whatever it is. And when you look at a house, when someone says, "Oh, I bought a million dollar house," if you finance it for thirty years, that house probably is hundreds of thousands of dollars more because of the interest that is accruing every year. So, just an interesting side note: if you've never done it, uh, it's kind of a shock when you do it the first time. But that's how interest works. And so, when the interest rate goes, so so the way this is was explained to me, and it maybe was explained differently to you. The Fed only has the Federal Reserve. Their job is to try to balance inflation versus the cost of money. It's in in broad strokes. So they look at 300 million people across all income brackets, all states, and they're like, "We, we want our economy to be reliable. We want the dollar to remain the standard for the world to use to trade. And so in order to do that, we need to keep these things in check. When you think about foreign countries, or you know, you look at the war that's happening in Russia, the value of their currency dropped by like 
seventy percent in two weeks. Yeah, you don't want to be heavily invested in rubles right now, right? And so, or you'll look at some Latin American countries where, in, or sometimes in Africa, inflation will go up a hundred and eighty percent, and so then your your ruble now is worth nothing. And so, what America invented this Federal Reserve thing, and its job is to keep those forces in check. You don't want runaway inflation, but you also don't want runaway debt, and you don't want runaway, uh, you know, the cost of money, and you don't want runaway brides. You don't want runaway brides. Yeah, and so, but they they have very rudimentary ways to do this. So the I guess the genius of the American system is they're like, we're going to make this government board, but we're going to limit what they can do. So the Fed can't go into like a specific bank and say, hey, Wells Fargo. You, you can't do that anymore. Uh, well, I'm sure we're going to talk about the Wells Fargo story coming up in a different show. But what they can do is go, we're going to affect interest rates. We're going to take out this big hammer to do surgery on the American economy. We don't have a scalpel. Uh, we have a hammer. And so they go, interest rates are going up or interest rates are going down. And then the markets respond to that. Specifically, the bond market will respond first. And what that does is make all the lenders in America go, hey, we're going to now we're raising our interest rate to match. So every point that that goes up, your ability to borrow money goes down about 10%. So um, if you were thinking about buying a house or buying anything that is financed, um, your buying power just was reduced because you're paying more of that money to interest and the the math just works out to like if you were qualified for a million dollar house by the end of this year, if the Fed does what it says it's going to do, you'll be now able to buy an eight hundred thousand dollar house. If your income doesn't change, then the amount of cash that you have doesn't change. You lost buying power, so you can't get that million dollar house anymore. You have to buy an eight hundred thousand dollar house, and it's only because that interest rate went up. Yeah. The thing that people have to understand, too, and, and here's going to be a real shift. We see a lot of building happening in Seattle right now. And, and the interesting thing about builders here is you take a lot on. Like if you're building down in Arizona, out in the desert, it's easy because there's so much desert. So all you have to do is push out a little further, make the, in, the interstate a little longer, and then you can start stick building houses one after the other. So if you go to, go to a place like Scottsdale, when Ron and I lived in Scottsdale in 2000, when I used to go through a place like Cave Creek or Fountain Hills, there were no homes out there. It's just a place that I would go ride my bike. Now you go there and there's all these homes and people say, hey, Phoenix is on fire. Uh, but this will affect places like Phoenix in the sense that and if you compare it to here, when you're a builder and you're building home after home after home, they have to go borrow money too. And their ability to go out and borrow money shrinks. And also, they're going to want to take these homes that they're building in these communities and they're going to want to build them faster because they're on the clock when it comes to money. And the hard thing about building faster is you can't. And the reason why you can in a place like Phoenix is, number one, materials are so much more expensive. Number two, to get those materials, I ordered some windows six months ago, and they finally just came. And it used to be you could get windows for your home somewhere in the window of, get it, two to six weeks. So you could build that home a lot faster. So the supply chain, along with inflation, along with money costing more, 
is very, very difficult for these builders. And there's a lot of people out there that are borrowing money, cheap money. And will they continue to buy second homes in a place like Phoenix? I think you'll see a market like that crumble a little bit. And Phoenix has crumbled before. Now let's look at Seattle. If you're a builder in Seattle, what are some of the hurdles here? Well, there's no fresh land to build a house. So what you have to do is you have to go out and buy a house. Now, when you buy that house, you have to be able to sit on the house you just bought for 13 months. So time is ticking away for 13 months at the bank. Typically, you have someone from one of your construction crews move into the house because if you don't, then somebody will squat in that house. And if they squat in that house, you can't get them out. It's so difficult legally to get them out of a house that they've squatted in. The other thing is now you have to go to the city of Seattle. People are lining up to build, and it's going to be, take about 13 months to get those permits back. So where is the economy going to be 13 months from now? Well, you borrowed this money. Money got a lot more expensive. You're finally able to tear that thing down and build 13 months from now. And now you're having some of the same issues they have in Phoenix with the supply chain, with getting things here on time with runaway inflation, and then trying to go out and find labor that's actually going to build that home as the trades have really dried up. And there's a lot of young men and women that aren't going to trade school. So it becomes much more difficult to build new housing. If you're not building new housing, then people are competing for the old housing. In the old housing, you're going to have people that are going to stay in their homes And the reason they're going to stay in their homes is because their ability to go out and buy a nicer home, well, it just shrunk, right? And they're sitting in a house and they're going, I got a pretty good interest rate right now that I'm sitting on at two, three. Why am I going to go out and buy another home? And now my interest rate is somewhere between three, two and four, eight. It's going to soar into the fours on a jumbo loan. So, Ron, there's some tough wins ahead here for people that want to buy and want to sell. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, but historically, um, I always like to point this out. Our parents, when they bought houses uh, in the 60s and 70s and 80s, paid 16% interest on their mortgage. Yeah, 16%. So, easy. Sometimes it was 18% if you had But you're talking credit. about uh, my, my parents owned a home that was $32,000 that they're paying. 15%. Yeah, but they're, they're your, the income per year was way less. So, no, not when you're a truck driver and a firefighter and a secretary. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, you guys, anyway, if you need us, if you're thinking about buying and selling, we've had some great success in this marketplace, and there's something really cool that you can do now. All you have to do, if you want to sit down with us, we do a Ron and Don sit down where we talk about your real estate journey. Do you want to buy? Do you want to sell? Do you want to invest? I just had to sit down with someone today and they're like, you know what I want to do? I want to sell my home. I've gotten older. I want to do a 1031 exchange on a property that I own, a second home that I use for my business. And I want to turn around. I want to buy an apartment building on Capitol Hill. How do I do that? That's why we do a Ron and Don sit down so we can make all those things happen today. So if you're thinking about buying, selling, investing, we're your guys. And don't forget, we get more for your door. We build homes so we know how to buy homes. We build homes so we know how to sell homes too. We know how to get more for your door. If you want to do a sit down with us, all you have to do, text the word sit down. That's one word. Sit down. I'm not going to spell it for you. I'm just going to figure out that you can figure out how to spell the word sit downs. So just type in the word sit down. And here's the phone number. Send it to 206 
249-4343. Text the word sit down to 206-249-4343. If you miss that, there's a little button on your phone. If you hit that button, it'll go 10 to 30 seconds back and it'll play this for you all over again. All right. Just text the word sit down to 206 249 4343. That goes right to Ron's phone and my phone, and we'll arrange a meeting to sit down today. And we will see you on the other side of this. You can just tell that they uh, that they're just real genuine guys and, and care about uh, who they work with, and just feel like we you know we got we got some some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit down. Hi, I'm Oli. Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with, with Ron and Don. Mm-hmm. They were more prepared. They paid way more attention to detail. Um, and then they just came in with a, with a lot more knowledge and were able to set those expectations up a lot better than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with. So, I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire, the, the sit down, the, the experience and, and the results, of course. There was a friendship that developed and a, and a, and a trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a trust and then, you know, we yeah. have, we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun for one thing. I see them as, as friends now. I feel like they've made me feel part of this community. And knowing that, you know, Dawn's just down the street is, is comforting. <laughs> <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Dawn friends of ours now. And we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit. But it's an experience that we'll always remember and have and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Don Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. Thanks for listening, you guys. I realize it's not easy. Charlie the dog and I have to listen to these two jokers every day. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 380. Also, don't forget, if you need help with financing, get a hold of Mitch at Mitch.loans. Yeah, Mitch.loans, you can save one half percent of your loan amount. We, we just did this with a client and they saved uh, around $2,500. Uh, on their on their loan, so pretty pretty big deal. And in, in in King County, that's closer to three thousand dollars. So give uh, Mitch a, a web search, Mitch Loans, and his phone number and everything is right there. Yeah, I have a good friend that, that's visiting right now, and uh, she's from Tucson. I went to high school uh, with her, and she cannot believe how beautiful this city is. In fact, it's supposed to be raining all this week. We had nothing but sunshine, and then she also can't believe the amount of garbage, the amount of tents. The amount of people in our city that can't even function. You wonder why people can't clean up after themselves. Then you see them when they're so freaking high out of their minds. And we all know to get high when you pop out of that trailer tent, you got to go find a place where you can scoop up a tool or you can steal something out of someone's car. You can grab a laptop, smash and grab, whatever. Because if you're addicted to meth or heroin, you typically need three hits a day. Each hit costs about 30 bucks. So you need you need to be able to generate three 
about $3,000 a month. And how do you do that? Well, you walk into our neighborhoods and you start taking shiznit, right? Anyway, Bruce Taylor is now the new mayor of Seattle. He said there's a new day in the city of Seattle. Ronnie, you went for a walk the other day, and you actually have some good news for us, right? Well, I, I was asking myself, I, I have a friend, and we'll do walks through downtown, uh, you know, three to five miles, sometimes six-mile walks. And so did one last Sunday, and um, I was not really looking for it per se, but as we were walking around, we started to notice some things. So for, and it got me thinking of what progress looks like. And when I, I heard Bruce Harrell, in my mind, and this is where I went, like a, a montage in a film where the you know eye of the tiger starts playing and you see SWAT guys jumping out of the car. And like in my mind, it's like the new mayor comes into town and it's like, dun, dun, dun. Like yeah. all of a sudden, this they're swarming. Yeah. Swarm, swarm. And like everything's cleaned up and then... The sun bursts through and someone's pushing a broom down the street and there's a block party and a band pops out. Like, that's what I'm hoping happens, but I know that life is not that way unless you're in the movies. We could probably get a hold of Kiss for you because they're, the, they're on their final tour for <laughs> the last could. 16, 17 years. So I'm walking through there and the first one is the, the person I'm with says, hey, my, she goes, I'm on the uh, design committee for my HOA in this high rise downtown. And she said, our HOA wrote a letter to Bruce Harrell right when he got elected. It said, can you do something about this encampment in front of our building? Uh, and she's like, it's gone. So, and I've obviously been to this building before, and I looked in front of her building. I was like, it is gone. Wow. There used to be a bunch of tents and people posted up 24 uh, 7 on this block. Awesome. And so that was cool. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So, walk downtown, uh, go through Pioneer Square, and then we cut over to the ID and we're walking back. Went into the, the Wajamaya down there, just kind of goofing off. And I got in front of that, that little triangle where the Union Gospel Mission is on one side of the street, and then there's sort of a weird intersection, and then across the street, for years. Huge garbage dump. It was a garbage down dump. By, down by, you're talking down by the stadium. Down by the stadium. Down by King, King Station, all that, yeah. But And so not sometimes on the side of the block where Union Gospel Mission is, but they, they're they actually good folks and come out and they'll like interact with everyone and like try to give services. It's across the street. So across the street from that for years had just been a horrendous encampment. Because there's a lot of people that eat at the Union Gospel Mission, but they can't stay there because they're high. There's always beds open. Right. Or maybe you have a dog or something. They won't let there's, you in the mission. Rules. So you'll sleep across the street and that's why there's an encampment right across the street. Then. That block is spotless. Wow. There was not one piece of garbage. There was not one tent. There was not one sock. Like a lot of times you'll see a clothing items <laughs> spread all over the place. Spotless. That entire block. Entirely spotless. And so I'm like, okay, maybe this is what progress looks like. There's not going to be a montage. People are not. There's not going to be swarming with, you know, a, a big rock band finale that progress is going to come in fits and starts. And I know that there's, I will I'll conclude this by saying my, my final encounter on that day was sadly a man kneeling on an intersection uh, by the, in the ID or close to the ID, chopping up drugs with the orange cap needles in broad daylight on a Sunday yeah. uh, right there on the corner. So that still happens. But I was encouraged by, I saw two instances where something moved in the positive direction. You know, you know who, who walked through there uh, a couple of days ago? Who? The mayor. Hmm. The mayor cleaned the parade route 
mm, for, for St. Patty's Day Parade. Patty's Day Parade. That's interesting. Because he was walking the parade route. Uh, and you think about it, if he would have allowed all that garbage and he was filmed and he's the new guy in town and saying it's a new day in Seattle. So was it politically motivated? And I haven't, haven't heard a news organization say that. I just know because I've walked that same route. Uh, I mean, you are a former Grand Marshal. Of, of the St. Patrick's Day Parade because they have a really hard time finding people. So, so, so nonetheless, that surely was part of it. But I don't care. Whatever gets you there, right? Yeah, and and so I'm hoping now. Now you have to hold your ground. So yes, like you that's have the to. Hard part. You got to hold those blocks. Yeah. Uh, the people that move from second in Virginia into the alley off of fifth behind fifth. They in had to Virginia, go. They, they had to go somewhere. Not all of them were there, but there was a couple of people there that used to not be there. Well, we know they're not going to the east side. So they're not going to the east side. Yeah. So if you can hold that ground. Yeah. And now go. Okay. Next step. Let's get uh, some RVs uh, out of the RV parking that's just random or what, whatever the next step is. In other words, you got to close. You, you got to close the camp. At some point, you, though, close you have to close the campground, right? And I don't know why there's a politician out there that doesn't borrow this from me. You you could win any seat in Seattle not right now, and I don't care what you're running for. Just say that you want to close the campground. The laws are already on the books. You don't have to pass anything with the city council. All you have to do is enforce the existing laws and say, we're closing the campground and you can get elected. And then you got to close it. We will see you on the other side of this. Hey, it's Ronadon here with Mitch Weeks. You know him at Mitch.loans. Mitch, for if you're in the Ronadon Nation, what happens if I do a loan with you? You're going to save... Up to half a percent, and that's on all purchase loans. So you're immediately qualified. You switch to Mitch, and you're a part of the Ron and Don Nation. You save half a percent. In King County, that's over 3000 on average saved. And so that's very cool. Right now, if you go to Mitch.loans, if you're thinking about buying, if you're thinking about refinancing, if you're thinking about investing, or you just want to see where you're at, Mitch has a ton of different products to, to show you. And then at the end, you save one half a percent on the value of your loan. And if you do 17 loans, you can save that one half percent on each of the 17 loans, correct? That's right. I don't Keeps know who's going to do 17 loans, but if you did, hypothetically, you get the half a percent every single loan. So go to Mitch.loans today. That's Mitch.loans. NMLS 169-1573. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, we get more for your door. We just sold a house in Magnolia. The builders wanted to buy it for 1-3. They said it's a teardown. I had realtors that have been working in Magnolia in Queen Anne for 30 years. They walked in. They agree with the builders. They said, this thing is a teardown. This thing's worth 1-3 to 1-5, and that is it. And guess what? We just sold it for well over $2 million because we didn't see it as a teardown. We got more for that door, and I'm so glad that we didn't tear down another Seattle home. We stood our ground. We went to work, and there's a lot of realtors out there that cash their checks, and they go to Maui. Not us, man. We go to Maui one time a year, and the bottom line is we are ready to go to work for you. So if you need us, if you need us, all you have to do is text the word sit down. The 206-249-4343. That's 206-249-4343. So and you, if you miss me saying that, 
All you got to do is hit rewind. Hit that rewind You're button. You're not buying into 206 biz, hee hee? <laughs> nah, nah. Anyway, hey, you guys, let's talk about this real quick. I think it's interesting. There's a young kid back uh, east that was shoveling some snow this week. He put on his Gene Simmons costume. He was going door to door. Gene Simmons saw it, and he loved it, and he used it as an opportunity to let everyone know that they were once again, after COVID, embarking on their uh, farewell tour. And they said, this really is the farewell tour. What's interesting about that is, uh, and I think a lot of musicians and a lot of artists, entertainers learn this from Cher. Ron and I introduced, again, we were back in Phoenix on 1047 CCP Arizona's hit music channel, Rod Don, Jackie West. We used to talk like that on a top 40 station. And I remember introducing Cher. She was on her Believe tour and it was the final tour. And then I remember 20 years later in 2020, uh, she was out on another tour again. So you can fill up seats when you tell people it's the final tour and then you just pretend like they pulled you back out of a retirement. So Kiss says they're on the final tour. We'll see if Ace Freely gets to go. Gene and Paul, who own the band, went sideways with Ace Freely a little bit because they said, well, he's a drug addict. He's not anymore, right? He's uh, he's in recovery. And I would love to see Ace and I would love to see Peter Chris on this tour. We'll see. So nonetheless, he, he promoted this tour. I have to say, when we were in New Orleans in 2003, 2004, 2005, and we were on a rock station, we were on a station called The End, just like they had here in Seattle, we got to introduce a lot of rock and roll bands. And I remember introducing Kiss, and we introduced them at the Superdome where the Saints play. And I ended up leaving, I think, after the fourth song. It was the most god-awful, horrendous live performance that I've ever heard. I could not understand any of the words. I know a lot of artists go out and they sing to sweeten tracks, especially someone like Britney Spears or if you're Lady Gaga, you're Janet Jackson because you're dancing around a lot. It's impossible to dance like that and to be able to sing on your own and not sing to a sweetened track, especially night after night after night. I was really hoping uh, that Kiss would sing to a sweetened track because it was that bad. And then I started thinking, well, maybe it's the Dome. Maybe it's the Superdome. And then we introduced Metallica about six months later, and they were phenomenal. They were phenomenal live. Those guys were great. And I remember going backstage, and I expect these guys, like there'd be an altar, and you're worshiping the devil, and someone's biting off a head of a bat, and there's a bunch of dancers and prostitutes. And I was really let down because they were all back there with their families, they were drinking bottled water. Each of them had a warm-up room, so they were in their room warming up. And these guys could not have been nicer, not have been kinder. And, and this is after all of them went to therapy, right? Very low on the evil. I got to ask you, Ron, because we've, we've been to a lot of shows together because we've introduced a lot of bands and entertainers over the years. Ladies and gentlemen, Ultra Bridge! <laughs> <laughs> Worst man, best man that you and I uh, may have listened to together or, or, or maybe something that you're talking about you, live performance, but yeah, but you gotta, you gotta pick something that people are going to know. Cause sometimes you'll, you'll go listen to artists that the yeah. rest of us haven't heard. Okay. So I'll, I'll give the, the broad. Would you, would you agree with me on, on kiss? Well, Do the you, time I saw kiss in new Orleans, they were in the basketball arena and it was actually pretty fun. Oh, really? Because, uh, but I was, wasn't paying attention to the sound as much. Like they're flying through the air and lighting stuff on fire. And it was just sort of like Detroit rocks. Like it was, 
stupid. Like I wasn't, I wasn't expecting. You it's like going you, to a. You might have gone down to Bourbon Street before you before you entered the venue. It's like going to an Adam Sandler movie. Like you're not expecting an Oscar performance. Like you get a couple laughs. It's a good movie. Uh, so anyway, um, so the best one because you brought up New Orleans, I saw Prince at the Superdome. And he came out. Oh, I didn't know that. On, it was for Essence Fest, which is a big uh, music festival down there. He starts the show riding on a ramp down the drum riser on the purple gold wing from Purple Rain. Wow. He revs the motorcycle up, puts the kickstand down, gets out. Sheila E. came out. Morris Day in the Time came out. Candy Dolfer came wow. out. Like it was a, a nonstop parade That's cool. of, of the hits. Yeah. Prop may have been the best show I've ever seen. We saw Clapton in, in Dallas, who was good. U2 right after 9-11. That was a really great show. That was uh, when he show. had the American flag sewn into his jacket on one side. That's and the in Dallas. Irish flag on the other. That was a, 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 the nation was at a real uh, fevered pitch, and they had that walk-on song so great. where they had all the names of the of every victim uh, at 9-11. Heart-shaped stage. Heart, so that was a really good show. Um, so I could go on and on about the big shows. The worst show, or the worst show in recent memory, and it pains me to say this. Oh, man. Uh, like, it really, it makes my heart hurt. Is it when you came over here, and it was you, myself, and, and Gunnar? Well, that goes without saying. And we were singing our uh, our Merry Christmas card? That goes without saying. Okay. Willie Nelson, when I saw him in Marymore Park, oh. because I love Willie Nelson. I've seen him multiple times. We saw him, I don't know if you were with me, but at the Hard Rock. I saw yep. And it was maybe 300 people. Yeah. And that was one of the best shows I'd ever seen. He was phenomenal. Bonnie Raitt was really good there, too. And then I saw him at Marymore. Someone's like, hey, William Nelson's in Marymore. Let's go. I was like, oh, it'll be amazing. Like, I've seen him a couple times. He's great. And so I get there, and he was not great. Hmm. And he, I don't know if it was an off night or if he's lost a step getting in. I think he's in his 80s now. He sings a lot of duets now when, he, when, when he's performing. And it was so disappointing because I want him to always be yeah. Willie Nelson. You want and, him to be Waylon and Willie and the boys. And he was, he was, it was not up to Willie Nelson standards. Huh. And he tried to solo on Trigger, his famous guitar, a couple times. With the hole in it, yeah. And like the soloing wasn't there and it was sloppy and... Like he might have had a little too much of the BC bud or something that night. I don't know, mm. but I was like, ah. So now I can't. I'm not going to go back to Willie. You're done. Because like, if he's worse now than he was a couple of years ago at Marymore, I can't handle it. Right. Like he, I need to preserve him, the Willie Nelson at the Hard Rock, because it, I, my ego can't handle if Willie gets worse than that. What What about you? I already told you. Besides Kiss, Kiss doesn't count as a. It worst counts. Gun. That counts. That counts. All right, people! What a rock and roll night! <laughs> Come on, how do you not like that? Paul Stanley actually has a solo album out that's really good. Have you listened to it at all? Is it a blues album? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about it. He sings Ooh Child. It's very good. Yeah, he did like a straight-ahead blues album. He has a backup band and yeah. backup With dancers no, no and singers that deal. are phenomenal. And and it's hard to believe his age when you see him perform. The way he do, You can tell that he does yoga. He hasn't drank in a long time. Like, he's... He's he's incredible to me. That's the way you want to you want to age and 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 be a rock and roller as you, as you grow old. So really really cool. Hey you guys, thanks for stopping by the Ron and Don Show, episode three eighty. Really appreciate that. We appreciate Les Schwab for sponsoring today's show, and also Mitch at Mitch Loans, and of course us. Yeah, Ron and Don, licensed brokers at Windermere. And if you want to sit down with us, all you have to do two oh six biz ha he. <laughs> 
<laughs> is type the word sit down to 206-249-4343. That's 206-249-4343. Just type the word sit down and we can sit down today. Also check out our website. Just go to Ron and Don sit down.com. All right. Hey, episode 381, it's going to be here before you know it. Don't forget, we drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If you want to get the nation news, yeah, just go to ronandonsitdown.com. Get signed up for the nation news. Also, you can get one of our buyer's playbooks or one of our seller's playbooks. It's all at ronandonsitdown.com. He's Ron, I'm Don. Don't forget, head up, shoulders back, and we'll see you next time right here on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.